Welcome to the EC Men Podcast, where we're not afraid to take on the issues of today. I'm your host, Dan, along with co-host Roger. Let's get into it. Hey, men. Welcome back to the EC Men Podcast. I'm Pastor Dan, and I'm here, as always, with Roger Burkheimer. How you doing tonight, Roger? Hey, man. I couldn't be any better. I'm interested to talk about the, the hobbies of a man. That's right, brother. Tonight's uh, podcast, the title is Every Man's Hobby. So, guys, we hope you're locked in for uh, uh, the next 45 minutes, an hour, whatever it's going to be, as we talk about uh, our hobbies. And uh, we hope that it has some impact on you and the hobbies that you have as a man as well. Before we get into it, though, I just want to encourage you, uh, the audience, to get on over to ecmen.org. Check out what the entire ministry has to offer. Our podcast is just one uh, particular piece of really a full ministry to men, uh, to see men discipled for Christ. If you're involved in a local church, uh, you may or may not have a men's ministry within the context of that church. EC Men exists to bring a framework to the local church that they can have a successful men's ministry model, uh, really to engage and build up and grow the men's ministry in the local church, uh, really see them passionately growing for Christ and really the fellowship and accountability with one another. So we'd love to have you check us out at ecmen.org and let us know how we can help you in the local context of the churches where you're at. We'd also love to hear from you, just what you think of the podcast, uh, what you think of the ministry. So, you know, send us some feedback. We can put our, our emails in the show notes here and would just love to, to hear from you, maybe where you're listening from and maybe some kind of impact that it's had on you as you're listening. So really appreciate you spending the time with us on the podcast. Uh, it's, it's blowing us away. So, Roger, you're ready to talk about every man's hobby. So I have one add on to what you just said yeah brother go and for I would it say hey look hey look our churches that are involved with ec men that have a chapter in them we're starting a uh, a men's ministry in each church on the same day coming up this fall that's right and so they're all going to be doing the same study they're all going to be um uh, uh you know worshiping christ in the same uh body um every week for the next eight weeks after we start that in september so you know, obviously, um, we want to ga- we want to gather other churches into that so that they can um, become part of that men's ministry like that. But yeah, Amen. so hobby, how is a hobby defined? I'm going to give you the the Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> Go for it, brother. The active pursuit of personal interest. That's pretty bland. That is pretty bland. Yeah. It doesn't sound very exciting. Yeah. Not at all. I, my hobbies are <laughs> exciting, man. Yeah, I did so, notice. I noticed that there were some requirements, though, attached to that definition. I yeah, think so it's important, and I'll mention it. It is outside and removed from your main occupation. Okay. So, like, Dan, you, you can't be preaching and say it's your hobby. Preaching right? ain't a hobby. Okay. I it hear ain't you. a hobby. Um, it's got to be something you enjoy. Yeah. I mean, that's important. Like, who wants to do something that you don't enjoy, right? For real? And uh, it is something that has to reduce stress or should reduce stress. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, man. Like one of my hobbies is hunting. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what, if I ain't killing something, I'm pretty stressed. I know. You know that's, what I mean? so, that seems like the hardest of the three when it comes to the requirements. I think everybody would agree. You want to do, you know, if it's your hobby, it's your extra thing. You want it to be outside what you do for a living already. Um you know, something you enjoy, no brainer. Come on, man. You want to have fun with it. But the idea of stress-free, I, I bet if a lot of guys were honest, some of our hobbies add stress to our life rather than removing stress. Well, I want to ask you, do you golf? I do. Well, I don't traditional golf with a golf club. I you golf, you know, people, yes, I disc golf and I love it. Okay. So that's that's definitely when we get into naming our hobbies, which I know you named hunting. I'm naming how disc much, golf. So. How much are you going to be mad at me if I call that Frisbee golf? I'm going to be real mad at you. I'll throw a disc at you next time I see you. All the haters call it Frisbee golf, man. That ain't Let me right. Just tell you, right. Let me just tell you, I have a friend of mine who's a professional okay. um, disc golfer. Wow. And like when I first started talking to him about it, I called it Frisbee golf. Uh-huh. I thought our friendship was going to be over. Oh, man. Right? Especially, yeah, you talk to a professional <laughs> like that. You're done. Dude, yeah. dude, you can turn on ESPN these days and find a I disc know. golf tournament. Ocho, what is the Ocho Eight or you know uh, whatever it is? But yeah, like it's it's the real deal, man. I mean, you can also like, find cornhole on ESPN and everything else. So I I don't know like if that's ball, right? Yeah, like that's dodgeball. that's not the standard anymore. I don't think. But 
Oh my goodness! So, 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 so I. Do, well, the reason why I bring up golf, you know why they call it golf, right? No, because all the other four-letter words were taken. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. Let me just tell you, dude. There's nothing for me more stressful than to go out and try to swing a golf club. No, I hear you. I went, um, but there's these guys that I know that do it three days a week. Dude, I I could tell you a story, but the last time I had a golf club in my hand, I was with Craig. And I know we just had Craig on our last episode of the podcast. And um, he and I both took our daughters uh, out to the driving range just to hit a bucket of balls. And it was a mess, man. I can't swing that club for nothing. That ball, it goes everywhere but straight. And uh, it's a mess. So, no, I'm not a a golfer. Funny funny story about that. My wife had a meeting after church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And, of course... She she convinces me to drive with her to church that day. Yeah. Instead of taking my own vehicle, here I am then stuck at the church while she's in there having a meeting. Uh-huh. And that meeting ran long. Well, there was I wasn't the only one. There was three other guys there, right? Right. And so they're talking about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes golf outing. Okay. And so I got roped into this golf outing on oh, September or whatever, September 11th. And so like I got to go out and golf. At least it's a scramble, yeah, and they, and really won't know what my score yeah, is. Those you know? are fun. Those are fun. Right, I, I like that kind of stuff. But my yeah. wife is like, "Hey, did you have fun hanging out after church?" I'm like, "Yeah, it cost me 135 dollars because now I'm in a <laughs> I'm in a scramble." See, <laughs> that's not a hobby. That's coercion, is what that is. Yeah. So, <laughs> listen, what, there should have been another requirement on the hobbies that it can't cost 150 bucks. Like on How about one, one, one well, thing. So my hobbies are I cheap. Know. I pick cheap my hobbies. hobbies man. I'm a hunter. I'm a hunter, dude. So like. <laughs> Every deer I got, you know, hot uh, uh, hamburger might be four dollars a pound. Right, mine's like twenty four dollars a pound. Right? right, once you factor in the ammo, the gun, the clothes, the boots, yeah, the time you spend, whatever. I love doing it. Oh, I hear you, brother. Good stuff, man. Good, yeah, right. Good to have a hobby. So, so like, what are the top ten hobbies? You know, out there. I yeah, mean, you know, I, you want to take the first five? Sure. Yeah. So this comes I'll follow in. Yeah, this comes from skillscouter.com. And by the way, for those that are wondering, I mean, we're giving credit where credit's due. Skillscouter is like an indeed.com type of website. It's it's measuring people's aptitude to do certain jobs. And I guess that when it comes down to it, your hobbies actually say something about you as a man. So even a prospective employer, certainly a, and I'll put a little tease out there for the guys that are looking for a lady. At the end of this episode, I'm going to give the top 10 hobbies that make you more attractive to the ladies all right so but anyway skillscouter.com is looking for for aptitude and hobbies as part of that so yeah i'll I'll run down the first five actually let's go in reverse order i'll start at 10 okay and go down to six so yoga gaming gardening learning an instrument and painting that's 10 through six on the top 10 hobbies, according to skillscouter.com. Let's, let's talk about that for a minute, right? Yeah. Yoga. Yeah. No. Obviously, our pitcher doesn't really follow through with what our voices sound like. No. There's no downward dog. I'm just saying, me and you are not doing no. downward dog. No. All right? I hear you, brother. We're, we're not doing it. No. Right? It's not in our, it's not in our uh, wheelhouse. Dude, to right? be honest, when I saw yoga on the list, that doesn't. That's not checking the boxes. You have to enjoy it and reduce stress, right? That's that's not checking the box on on hobby. So, yep. So gaming, I mean, you know, I've played video games with my kids. It's not what I do, though. But I know right. a lot of guys that, that, that love to come home from work and, and sit down in front of Madden or, yep. or you know, uh, Call of Duty, whatever they do. Uh-huh. So they do that. So are are you cool. good at it? No. No? I'm not any good. I can beat my kids at like football games and basketball, but I like uh, I try to play that Apex and like Fortnite. Yeah. Terrible. I'm horrible at it, and I could care less. The only yeah, thing me I, too. I, like, I don't care either. I like Mario Kart because I can smoke them on Mario Kart, and then same thing Madden. Like if I play NHL with my kid, I'm done. It's like ten to two. But if I oh, play yeah. Madden because you're just calling plays, and he hasn't, he doesn't have his old man's football knowledge yet. Yeah. So I could still school them on on Madden. So yeah, but gaming to me that's that's a hobby. I'm not interested in that. Not interested. No, me neither. No. Me neither. Gardening. No, that's me just neither. flat out no, brother. I'll go to the I'll go to the the gardener and buy something from their stand. But no, dude, I can I can vegetables like I can pickles. Yeah, and yeah. Beets. I don't buy any of it. I go to the Amish <laughs> right. and I buy them for cut rate price. 
and then I and I and I pass it off as my own, man. I I, I put them in a jar. Yeah. And man, look, my peppers are awesome, right? Right. You know what I mean, but I buy them <laughs> off of some guy. So uh, is 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 canning a hobby? Like, oh yeah, do I you see you, that as a hobby? Yeah, like but I don't. I mean, I see it as like a necessity. So like, there's certain things in my life that are traditional. Yeah. Yeah. From when I was a kid. Okay. So my mother always canned, and I, I don't know, she did it for out of necessity because she canned jelly and 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 peaches and and we used that all year long uh-huh. in the seventies and eighties because you didn't have a lot you didn't have a lot of money to go buy jelly or, right. or peaches or whatever. So my dad took all that stuff in his lunch to work, you know what I mean? So sure. same with tomato sauce. She'd grow and the reason why I don't have a garden, I'm just gonna be honest, it was mm-hmm. my parents' fault. My mother and father had a huge garden, and I right. had to rake it and pick the rocks and pick yep. the weeds. And then I'd be picking beans four times a summer for forever, snapping beans. I'm like, I ain't doing it. Yeah, I'll go get it. I'll go get it, and I'll put it in a can. But I ain't growing it. I have no no need for that. We tried it for years, me and my wife. We just ain't no good at it either. I think it's funny that something like gardening could be a necessity in some places. It's certainly a a good thing to engage in. You know, you can see why. At times in history, it's been necessary to have that skill. I don't oh, yeah. know that it always fits in the 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 realm of hobby. Again, now to some people, no. sure, flowers, vegetables, the whole nine. But you know, I, I think a lot of people not necessarily a hobby, but they're still into gardening for you know necessary reasons or whatever. Yeah. So like if you want to, if you want to like grow nice plants, I've seen people yeah. that have beautiful homes and beautiful plants. It just ain't mine. Like everything I have, it dies. Yeah. So whatever. Uh, learning an instrument. I can see that. I can see it, but I can't do it. I can't. Like, I have no musical bone in my whole body. I know five chords on the guitar because when I was a youth pastor, that was like you had to know how to like lead a worship song around a campfire. But I don't. I don't own a guitar now. I don't. I don't play anything. So that's. I wish I did. I would love to play an instrument, but no. And painting. <laughs> like, I don't even like to paint my house. You talking finger painting? What we talking or about? Whatever, man. Like, I ain't painting nothing. Like, I'm, no, saying, like, I'm not gifted like that, brother. Like, you remember Bob Ross when you were a kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the right. Joy of painting or whatever that was called. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love his memes now. Like, oh, I yeah. Like to, watch, yeah, like to see the memes, you know. Yeah. Happy, like, happy little trees. Yeah. Right. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Why don't All you right. run down the top five, brother? So, so the top five in five to one is uh, pottery, number five, <laughs> antiquing, binge watching TV, <laughs> dancing, and reading. Dude, that's that's a heck of a top five, isn't it? I think so, man. Like I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not a top ten guy. Like I'm just, I'm not. Like my 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 is not even on there in the top. Also, 10. I I have one in the top five. Well, binge watching. No, shut your mouth, man. Ain't no binge watcher. <laughs> Come on now. I am. Are you? For real? So is that a as a hobby? I wouldn't say it's a hobby. It's a yeah. lazy it's a lazy man's game. It wouldn't be but there's actually no thought process in it. You know what well, I mean? Like you just It's weird, right? Because the show comes out now, they'll release like ten episodes at once. So if that happens, you you can't if wait. Like you gotta watch it. Yeah. Well, sometimes I'll wait till they're all out. Yeah. And then I'll just watch them all at one time. Okay. You know what I mean? Like wow. I did that with like like The Chosen. Like I watched uh-huh. like I'm not even done with that yet. I'm I'm in the middle of season three right now. Okay. Like I, I watch that like two or three episodes a night until I'm done. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're an um, impatient man. Yeah, I don't like first of all, I don't like commercials. I think they're <laughs> the dumbest thing ever. You know what right. I mean? And 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 I like to not have to wait till next week. Like, how did we make it through in the eighties? I know, man. Like, if you missed it, you missed it. Like who shot JR, man? Like you had to wait right. to find out who did it. <laughs> right. The whole summer. You had to wait the whole summer till you find out who shot JR, right? In Dallas. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know how we did it. So binge watching TV, that's that's a weird one on the list. That's totally like you know you're reading a modern list of hobbies <laughs> there, right? Like that's right. just the last couple of years. That became a thing. What about so I ain't doing no pottery, no way. No, man. I was like, what in the world's that doing on there? No. I, mean, I just I just think of the ghost, like a movie <laughs> ghost, you know, with with what's your face. Uh-huh. Whatever, man. It ain't me. No, let's move I along. Let pottery ain't worth talking about. No. Let's move Antiquing. along. Antiquing. Also, my wife likes the antique. Really? Okay. Yeah, but like I don't like when she does it because it costs me a lot of money. Well, that's what I was gonna say. What's it mean? Like if I'm just window shopping or am I like am I buying stuff? I mean, what's going on? Like, so we don't really our house ain't full of antiques, but 
she enjoys the like on a Sunday if we're going for a drive. Yeah, you know, we'll stop in the antique shops along the road or something. Okay, like that. I, I don't mind doing that, but in all reality, if you go to one antique shop in Western Pennsylvania, you've seen them all. You've seen them all. Like it's the all. same wagon wheel, it's the same shoe, it's the same bottle, it's the same right. whatever. I'm not really the same mailbox, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't really see too much different, but you know, it's not. It's nice to spend your time with your wife to do that, though. Feels like we we found the like the wrong top ten hobbies list here. But anyway, right. let's yeah dancing. dancing. I can see you as a dancer <laughs> for real. Look, <laughs> bust a move, man. Yeah, right. Are you kidding me? Dancing. dancing. There ain't nothing, man. Nope. I ain't dancing. No dancing. But I do read. I that's, do read. Well, that's the same thing. When I said I'm a top five guy here on the list, reading mm-hmm. reading oh, yeah, is definitely reading one well. of my. That's one of my hobbies. That's right. Mm-hmm. So. Now, I read yep. about I read about three books a month, yep. um, and they can range from anything from uh, you know Christian fantasy to uh, yeah. apocalyptic novels about end times, okay, to uh, informational stuff about you know um, uh, stuff about churches or stuff that's. I usually keep my genre pretty much uh, mm-hmm. uh, Christian based. Right, because when you don't, you get into you know these books that have like foul language in them and right. and different things like that. And not that I mean, sometimes I read a book like that, but it's not something I I crave after. But right. like I'm reading a book right now called the 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 way of the dragon and the way of the lamb. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like that's an awesome book. I'm actually reading it for the second time, right? Because it's so in depth and it's so important to our society right now. Yeah, as far as our churches go, I think that it's worthy of the second read. You know? Yeah. Yeah, reading's a big one for me, but I don't read those kind of books for fun. I mean, like church books or doctrine books, I read them out of necessity. Not that I don't enjoy it at all, but my wheelhouse, if it's just hobby reading, is fantasy or science fiction, especially fantasy, right. though. Like, there's there's a series out there uh, by Patrick Rothfuss, The Name of the Wind. This wow. book will blow your mind. Okay. okay. It's not the Bible. Christian Forgive fantasy? me. No, it's actually, it's not Christian, um, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, decently clean there's not a lot of that mm-hmm. you'd read it i mean I, I let my daughter read it she's into fantasy too we read a lot of the same books it's been a neat thing in our relationship to share some of that together awesome. but name yeah. of the wind and then check this out his second book is called the wise man's fear Ooh. and then he has a third book it's like a spinoff and it's called the slow regard for silent things so i mean even yeah. those titles just like they grab you, man, and they don't let go. So good stuff. And everyone's waiting breathlessly for the conclusion of the series. We don't even know what it's called, or at least I don't. So, I'm not a fanboy, though. I just, you know. So you're going to have to text that to me because I, I like series books. Yeah, you'll like this. I'm into a, I'm into a, a guy that, um, I forget his name as an author, but I probably read almost every book that he has out. Okay, yeah. And um, it's just escaping me now, but um, I love, he does series, like, Yep. Three, four, five, ten books. I think is one. One is like a ten book series. Oh wow, that's you would, crazy! You would love it because yep. the guy's a Christian author. Nice. And and he this this book is called. Uh, it's the book's about these people that have this this uh, this disease, almost like leprosy on the outside. Yeah. But the inside is is uh, is uh, regular, you know. Uh-huh. And so the people that who are saved yep. that that serve Elohim. Yeah. They dip in the river every day to cleanse their yeah. skin. You're talking about Ben Decker. People. Yeah, you ever read that book? Yeah, black, red, white, and green. Yeah. Those right, books, right, right. those books are awesome. They're some of my favorites. <sighs> yeah, I love those. Books. Love Ted Decker, man. I read. Yeah. I you ever read the uh, the heaven uh, the heavens wager? Yes. That, yes. That, that 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 trilogy. Yes. Love that guy. I've I've read every one but one of his books, and I just picked it up the other day. So you read AD thirty three? Yes. Yeah, we're about the little Palestinian girl and uh-huh. vision of Jesus. Yep. Awesome book. Yep. Man. Yeah. He's, he's one of my favorite authors. Yeah, he's done a lot of really good, but black, red, white, and green. That those yeah. four are my favorite of his. They're yeah, they're excellent. I agree. So. That's awesome, man. I, I didn't even know you I didn't even know you yeah. knew who he was. That's awesome. Yep. Listen, um, yeah. on on the internet search, and I know we were both doing our homework on this this podcast episode for tonight on every man's hobby. Um, but I went down an internet wormhole on this thing. Uh-oh. And I ended up uh, on a site that listed the uh, the top five weirdest hobbies <laughs> out there. So I want to run down these. Let's just let's go back and forth one at a are time. We stopping at five, or are we starting at one? Um, 
I think you stop. I think you have to start at five because number one is pretty weird. Let's start at five. I'll I'll start at. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'll start at five. No, you start at five. That way you'll end up with number one and you can wow oh, okay. the, the masses. So go ahead. Uh, hobby horse racing. That's a mess, man. Dude, Did I you... don't even know what to think about that. Well, let's, let's – so it's – you actually have an arena. You have the same obstacles and the dressage and the pageantry that and the horsemanship of a regular horse racing venue. Only the contestants are literally running around with a hobby horse between their legs. All right, so people that don't realize if they're not picturing the hobby horse, it's a kid's play toy, basically a broomstick, and they got a horse dressed at the end of it, a horse head, and they're running around jumping over, you know, leaping and, and all the pageantry. I mean, if, have you seen any of the videos of this? I uh, know. Dude, you got to look I, it well, up. I have. No. I've seen those people that are furries, though. Well, I mean, is that, okay. That's <laughs> not the same as this, but it's it's messed up all the same. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully we don't have any closet furries listening to the podcast. <laughs> but listen, you got to promise me before I talk to you again, you got to look up a video of, of hobby horse racing. As so. soon as we get off the air, I'm going to look that up. Because that's yeah, a mess, you, man. You did it. You did it. You, you looked it up. Oh, I looked it up. There's videos of this, man. It's legit. This thing is legit. So, all right. Number four. Number four, top five weirdest hobbies. Yeah, go ahead. It's news bombing. So it's just like photo bombing, only with a newscast. So I I looked this up, too. There's one dude. Oh, you mean like the people that like go behind them and say crazy stuff? Yes. This is ridiculous. There's one dude in particular that's done like a thousand of these. Yeah. That's a hobby. Yeah, there's a dude that's done like a thousand. He just (laughs) follows the like TV crews around and he's just in the background waving to them. I mean, it's. I just thought that was like some random thing that people did. I didn't think it was a hobby. This is like a sport to people, man. This is messed up. So that's crazy. So the next one, number three, is toy voyaging. Toys are left at, um, at popular vacation spots. With instructions that when found, people upload pictures to the web of them interacting with said toy. <laughs> wow. That's weird, ain't people it? People have way too much time in their hands. Way too much. Way too much I, time. And But I do know this person, and it's a friend of mine. Yeah. Um, she's a, it's a girl I used to work with. Okay. She has the cheese grater, right? And she takes this cheese grater with her everywhere <laughs> she goes on vacation. And like while you're on while she's on vacation, the cheese grater is like being photo photographed at like the beach <laughs> and like the, the, the go-kart track. Cheese grater's getting ice cream. Does I mean, the, that's almost like the same thing. It is it's weirder than the same thing. <laughs> is does the cheese grater get like dressed up and like have facial yeah, expressions dude, like, and stuff? Yeah. There's like a few eyes and then there's another – I know there's another person around here that has a chair that's on Facebook that they just take the chair to different – the chair's in all these parking lots. The chair's wow. a giant eagle. The chair's here. The chair's there. I'm like, come on, dude. Dude, this is a weird we world. Better to do our time. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. We are on the, the weird side of hobby and right here. So number uh, two. Number two. We're, we're, we're getting to the, that top spot. Number two is beetle fighting. So literally they have arenas. Where they people can bring their beetle and they will fight them. And here's the weird part though. If that wasn't weird enough, they actually have online betting for this on some websites. I so how do you pick a beetle that's gonna win? I have no idea. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I know nothing about this. Yeah, you, we gotta look this one up. I I don't know if we got some we get some ad money from the podcast, maybe we can lay down some some cash on a couple beetles. On, on Henry, Henry the Beetle. I pick Henry to win. We could name him like Matt Lushko and Larry Crespo and have like a beetle <laughs> fight, man. Yeah, right, right, right. So the last one, and this oh, one here um, just blows me away in more ways than I care to even mention, right? <laughs> I can't even really say it, man. It's like collecting naval fluff. <laughs> like the stuff that's in your belly button. People are collecting it. And they're like putting it on their shelf, like, like, like. Here's my naval fluff from Tuesday. Here's my naval fluff from 1987. See how they are similar? You know what I mean? It's like an art thing. Whatever. Talk so, about a collection, huh? Grand Barker has been collecting his own since 1984, <laughs> man. Well, good for you, Grand Barker. <laughs> 
I don't know who Grammy is. I don't know who Graham is, but uh, I don't even know if I want to meet him, man. He's just uh, he's got an interesting thing going on. Oh there, so. man, that's a deep dive into the navel, honey. How about it, right? How about it? Oh my goodness, what a what an episode. So. Well, listen. Let's right. let's talk about our own hobbies for a minute. I mean, we kind of we showed the top ones and the weird ones. Um, what is it we're into? I know we both said reading, and you hinted at at some hunting. But what what else you got on the list? What are you into? So, I mean, I really like to, um, you know, I I like to walk around in the woods. Yeah, but I don't necessarily like like you like to go on hikes, right? And I don't mind hiking. Like it's okay, but. For me, I like to just walk around the woods with my gun, you know, log here, stump here, lean against a tree here. Yeah. And and that's what I enjoy. Like like the the ability to harvest an animal is a secondary joy okay. than to just being in the woods at that time of year. You know, I love sure. to be in the woods when the leaves are turning and dropping off the trees and the yeah. and it, and it's a little cooler outside. And I, I enjoy that. Like, that to me is, like, if there was going to be the next thing to heaven, mm-hmm. that would be the next thing to heaven. Okay. You know? So and there's there's going to be hunting in heaven? Or, or just walking in the woods of heaven? I, 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 I think that I think it's going to be like this. I think that you're never going to get tired. Yep. Like, I read this book one time. It's called Heaven and Hell. Yeah. Right? Okay. And it, it was a really interesting book because there's a couple, and they both die in an automobile crash, and and the guy goes to heaven and the woman goes to hell. Oh, boy. And it talks about the journey. You actually might like it. It yeah. would be actually a pretty good book for you. Uh-huh. But it's a little far-fetched. I don't know how biblical it is, but it's <laughs> right. an interesting concept. However, the guy that goes to heaven, he's fishing, right? Okay. Yeah. And so, like, like, the fish never die. So, like, you catch the fish, you bring it back, you can eat it, and then it just regenerates itself and go back in the creek again. You catch wow. it again, but it never gets old. Same thing with hunting, you know what I mean? Yeah, interesting so concept. It is an interesting concept, and I think mm-hmm. the Lord will give you what you enjoy. And, and most of the time, I think we're just going to be happy worshiping the Lord our God Amen. in heaven. And that stuff really won't matter anymore. Yeah, but not heaven on earth. Hunting is where it's at for me. Dude, but that's a don't... that's a whole like rabbit trail, though. I never thought of habits and or not habits, hobbies in heaven. But anyway, keep yeah. go with your yeah. list. That's just a thought I got to tuck away in my yeah. mind for later. Exactly so. right. And yeah. so like so hunting so hunting. The act of hunting is I like to harvest an animal, like I said, but I, yeah. the, the whole the whole thing about it to the point of driving down dirt roads, um, you know, seeing animals in a field as I'm as I'm driving, yeah. you know, like that whole experience to me is a stress reducer. It's a it's a uh, enjoyable experience. And I love to do it with my kids or like my cousins or, right. or you know, a, a really good friend of mine, you know. And I also like to take animals home. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm able to harvest animal, that's even just a plus. You know right. what I mean? Because a bad day at hunting is better than any any good day at work. You know that's what right. I mean? To me. And fishing's the same way. Like, and I'm like a real traditional guy. Like, so okay. how things were when I was a kid, like, like for fishing, my wife's always like, why do you have to go? Like, I, I go to pick bait and this is a whole bunch of stuff. So I you do. want it to be like the way it was. Yeah, like the way yeah. it was whenever I was a kid, right? So I yeah. go and do exactly the same things as whenever I was a kid. And I go to the same locations. And, you know, like I hunt like 45 minutes away from my house because I've hunted there since I was 12 years old. Okay. Like there's plenty of animals around my house I can I yeah. can go after. And I, I do every once in a while. I think that's cool, though. The whole nostalgia part of it, I think, yeah, is awesome. That's, that's what I think that's the stress reducer for me. Yeah. Because every one of those roads that I drive down is has a, a memory. memory of my grandfather or yep. my cousin or my uncle or my dad or, or whatever. Right. And so I'm like, man, I remember when I was here in like 80, 1982 or whatever, you know, and uh-huh. this is just awesome. And I remember this tree and I remember that tree. And, right. and I'm like, oh, man, my favorite tree just fell over and it's <laughs> been up there for 35 years, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just And it's just... I love that. You know what I mean? Right. And so like, that's, that's my thing is I like to hunt and I like to fish. Yeah. And, and, but there's other things I like to do as well. I like to putt. I like to just putts around the house, you know, okay. what I, that I thought you were like, golfing again. I didn't know what was well, going on. <laughs> you, know, you know, like I like to just rearrange my, 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 uh, my garage or, okay. you know, or like, uh, you know, I, I don't mind putting like lights on my trailer or right. repairing the sides of something or, 
Now, a big a big house project causes me a little stress. You know what I mean? Because it sure. has to. There's a beginning and an ending to it. You have to get it done. Right. But if I'm able to just go out and hang shelves in my in my garage or something like that mm-hmm. on a Sunday afternoon, and the wife's upstairs doing whatever, and I'm downstairs doing that, that's a relaxer for me. I'm good with right. that. You know. And I like cutting wood. Like I burn wood and coal at my house for okay. heat. Okay. You know. So you're cutting wood by hand. No, like with a yeah, with a chainsaw, you know okay. what I mean? Okay, gotcha. So like I like to have wood delivered to my house that's already that needs to be cut. And I like to cut, I like to split. And it's a little bit of, of strenuous activity with that, you know what I mean? Not too okay. much. But I enjoy that. I, I like to sweat mm-hmm. while I'm working. And, you know, I go back to in Genesis where it says a man, a yeah. man should work the land, you know what I mean? Right. So I, I think that there's value in that. I think that brings you closer to God while, while you're doing that kind of stuff, you know sure. what I mean? Sure. So that's all now, obviously, when the chainsaw ain't working, <laughs> stress has entered, stress. stress has entered into the project, right? That's right. Or something goes wrong, there's stress. So my wife's always like, I don't know why you like to do that. You know, you're always stressed out. I'm like, <laughs> I think in that kind of stress, I'm still not stressful because it's right. not dealing with it's what a different I kind of do. stress. Yeah, right. It's not on a school board or. Or yep. like a church church board or whatever, you know. Right. There's just no stress with that, even though there's stress with that. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I like to do. I like to just putz around the house and go hunting and fish and walk in the woods. Cool. Things like that. I wonder if putz is like a word that everybody across the United States I knows. Know. I wonder if that's a Western PA thing. I'm going to check that it out. Be. Uh, we need our listeners to, to chime in and let us know if they know what putz means. Yeah, so, please do. That's good. I like that. But... Yeah, we talked about reading. I mean, reading for me is a big one. I keep track of the books that I read for the year. I'll do a um, – I'm weird with lists. That will come out in this. And so I'll do like a top ten list at the end of the year of books that I read and its impact on me. I like disc golf. We talked about that. Um, poor man's golf, if you will. I have a good time with that, like getting together with the guys and going and throwing some discs. Um, fishing and hiking. Um like you said, fishing was kind of a thing for me too as a kid, and then I got away with it, or away, uh, away with it. I got away from it for years, and then my youngest Jackson just loves to be outside, so that has kind of rekindled that love for fishing. I have no clue what I'm doing, and so for the last three summers, we've gone fishing and have learned like from scratch or from watching YouTube videos or going with friends and learning from them a little bit. But it's really been fun. I mean, this year my boy caught his first perch. Um, oh, our wow. last, our last, um, trip to the one Lake, we caught six bass in like two hours. And like, we used to never catch bass, but now we're fishing with shiners. And I mean, we're just, oh, wow. we're having a good time. Um, are, hike, are you a, you eat them? No, not yet. That, that's gotta be down the road. We gotta, I mean, I would eat them and I grew up eating them. Like even we'd catch a, a mess of bluegills as a kid and we'd fry them in butter, you know, right. on, on a skillet and they were awesome. Just out of camp, you know, Did so. Jackson want to eat them. Oh, he would try it in a heartbeat because we went to Baltimore this year and I fed him seafood and he was he was in his glory. He was loving it. That's awesome. So, yeah, he would do it. Um, hiking and exploring. I know you touched on that, too. We we love to go in the woods and um, find new places. I mean, we've been to some cool some cool hiking places and we look for the wildlife. Our, our most recent trip, we went and found the the Pine Creek watershed here locally in Pittsburgh. And oh, there, okay. there was like a a professional snake wrangler that was there and, and he does YouTube stuff. So we followed him just, we got off the path. We just put our shoes in the Creek and followed him and he was catching snakes and frogs and salamanders and Jackson got to touch them and hang out, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. And then probably the, (laughs) the hobby I kind of get a a laugh out of is that um, I love to make playlists of songs for like when our family's road tripping or I, and I give them weird titles. So, like, we go to Myrtle Beach almost every summer. So I make a Driving Miss Myrtle 23. That's our playlist for this year. <laughs> and we have we have from, like, Driving Miss Myrtle, like, 2015 or something. And we've got them – each year we've got this playlist that we can go back. And the kids will be like, hey, put Driving Miss Myrtle 2017 on. They like that one. And then um, – See, that stuff right there is meaningful because your oh, kids will remember that for the rest of their life. Oh, they're going to they're gonna laugh someday when they're telling stories about their dad and saying, mm-hmm. you know, he made playlists. My daughter actually made a playlist the other day. I took her to Cedar Point, just the two of us, because I take my kids on individual daddy dates, mm-hmm. I call them, for the right, summer. Right. Good idea. Yeah, she and I went out to Cedar Point road tripping. So I made this, this, um, this playlist. We were stopping off in Hudson, Ohio, too, because she loves books like I do. And when I looked at the most 
unique bookstores of each state. The one for Ohio is called The Learned Owl, and it's in Hudson, Ohio, this cute, quaint town right off of Interstate 80. So we, we, we got off there and checked out. So I made this playlist for her, her daddy date with me called Hudson, just, you know, for Hudson, Ohio. Yeah. And wouldn't you know, so we're playing that playlist and we get out there, we're, we're returning home. And she says, it's my turn to play the playlist. I'm like, what? She made her own playlist for that trip because that meant something to her. So yeah. I, that like tickled me, man. I was like, right. my girl did it. So like last year we went to, um, we drove to Texas because we got, my wife's got family, all like her brother and sister and all the cousins are all down in Texas. And my oldest, Ashton, who's he's the one with autism, he's just got a way with words, man. Like he just, you know, sometimes he just lays it on you and it's awesome. And he, he kept saying, it's a really long drive on the other side of Texas. So our, <laughs> our playlist, and it's a massive one because it's, you know, Texas, it yeah, was, you know, it's a really long drive on the other side of Texas is the playlist for there. So <laughs> that's pretty awesome. man. I yeah, like that. yeah. It's a fun yeah, one. Yeah. And it's, it's, there's a trick to it too, because if I make a, you know, Myrtle beach is a good 10 hour drive for us. If I make a two hour playlist, now it feels like a five hour drive. Cause I play that playlist five times. And right, boom, we're there. Right. So a little bit of psychology to trick my mind, but yeah, I, I love playlists and giving them names and, you know, I know what the kids like. So I, mm-hmm. I pop all their favorite songs in there and then some of my own right. favorites and then I'll I'll surprise my wife once in a while, I'll throw one in there I know she loves. So it's So that's a that's a really meaningful, positive, you know, um hobby. Like that's awesome. Like and it includes the whole family. So yep. that's that's admirable, man. Like I wouldn't say I would say that more people have hobbies that are selfish hobbies versus somebody that is, you know, um being first to be second. You know yeah. I mean, putting your family first, putting them, put their songs in there. He's like, that's that's awesome, dude. I I I applaud you for that. Yeah, I appreciate that, brother. That's some kind words, but yeah, we just have fun with it as a family, which is cool. So, but mm-hmm. what about uh, you know, I was trying to think, and you mentioned a little bit ago about hunting and fishing in places that are nostalgic for you. But if you think back to being a kid, are there any hobbies you had back then when you were a kid that you don't have today, and you kind of you miss it? I mean, I don't know if riding a bike was a hobby. Yeah, right? I'd, I'd say so. I mean, but yeah. Probably there are people out there that are listening to this podcast that enjoy riding bikes right now, and they're, and that's their hobby. Right. For me, it's not like um, I'm not I, – I bought a bike, spent like 400 bucks on this bike. You okay. Know? That's not even a lot of money. I don't know. It was a lot of money to me. Sure. And, and, um, and I thought that we were going to ride bikes a lot, you know. Right. And then I did it. And then my legs didn't agree that that, that was a great uh-huh. hobby. Like they, uh-huh. they got sore and I couldn't walk for days. And right. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm like, how did I ride five miles, six miles away from my house when I was a kid on yep. this bike, up hills, down hills, around hills, all over the place, yep. and make it home in time when the street lights were on. That's right. How did I do that when I was like 11 years old, 12 years old. I, know. I must have had some strong legs back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. My legs ain't strong no more. So I, I don't, uh, I don't do that, but, but I, I, I did enjoy riding bikes a lot when mm-hmm. I was a kid, man. I, that was the thing, you know, I had my BMX bike and yeah, it brings back some just, memories. Yeah. I mean, it was like, a, yeah. we were like our own motorcycle gang, man, just driving all over, uh, you know, the, the town we lived in, it was great. Oh yeah. We'd I mean, make ramps. We'd make yeah. ramps and stuff in the street and just do stupid stuff. Yeah. Man, we used to come down my driveway, and we had this chain link fence that was um, <laughs> only as high as this wall, like maybe about two foot higher than this wall that was on our driveway. Yeah. We'd put a plywood on top of that fence. Well, when you jumped off, you were, you know, five or six feet in the air already. Wow. Man, I don't know how we didn't kill ourselves. Yeah, that's we, asking for we problems. Did all the time, dude, and it was great. <laughs> We, I wish we had video of it. I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm glad we didn't have video for other things that happened during them times. Yeah. But to watch some of them jumps to come off of that off of that ramp. Sure. My buddies, it was pretty intense. That's good they, stuff. You remember, you remember when you were a kid? I don't know if you guys ever did this, but like you would, you would like lay in front of the ramp and let your buddy jump over top of you. Oh heck yeah, man! Like what were we thinking? Oh yeah, just keep stacking bodies and see what you can do. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yep. And the kid that gets hit, it doesn't even hurt. Like, right. I remember, like, I remember a dude landing his back tire right on my guts. Yep. I'm like, I got up and laughed about it. Like, right now, I'd be in the hospital, man. Yeah, we, we all thought we were evil Knievel or something with the bicycles. Right. So, right. Right. yeah. Dude, I was I was a big baseball card guy. Like, that was oh, a really? definite hobby. Oh, man, I couldn't get enough of it. I mean, Christmas came. I better have the tops, you know, full set yeah. under the tree. 
waiting for me. And then I would like sort them. I would sort them by teams. So I'd have all the buckos together and then all the, you know, the different teams. Mm-hmm. Then I would sort them by like position and I'd have all the pitchers and then the catchers. I mean, I was just, and then I'd yeah. keep lists, you know, I'm a big list guy, I guess I'd keep lists of who I had. I mean, I was, and now I'm living the, the, the baseball card or it's, it's really football and hockey for Jackson, but I, he collects cards. So now it's, you know, I get to sort of so, relive that hobby a little bit through his eyes. I'll throw, I'll throw a plug out there that you know, in the podcast studio where we're at, my my brother in law is, uh, yeah, and he's a he's a huge, uh, he has a hobby shop here in Johnstown, yeah, and it's all, um, you know, uh, tops baseball cards, and I don't even know, he's he's like he loves it, yeah, he's into it, has all the the big name cards, you know, thousands of dollars cards, you know, right, and he that's what he does, you know. Plus, he has other collectibles too, like so that antique cool. thing. He's all about that antiquing, nice, you know. What I mean, but me personally, dude, I I could care less about baseball cards. It was never really a thing of mine. But I, I always admired people that do because, you know, I don't know if you have 1988 Jose Canseco, you're a millionaire. Probably. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Too funny. So, what about right. what about a hobby that you've never tried but you want to try? Or is there a, a hobby that's next in line for Roger for his, you know, is there? I don't know, man. Like, like if I want to try something, I'm a pretty adventurous guy. Like, I'll just yeah. go do it, you know. Um, like, like not last year, the year before I did like, uh, I did a hike okay. and it was, and it was like a, uh, like I tagged it really like a spiritual journey for me, you know, like, uh-huh. and well, it was, it was an abject failure as well as a success, a success, okay. right? <laughs> yeah. It, it might be a story for a different time, but, um, I liked to hike. Uh-huh. Like I thought, I thought I, I, I would still like to do this, but. When I chose it, I started in the middle of August. It was ninety degrees. Yeah. And and I and I started at the bottom of this hill. I had to like walk like two miles up this trail uphill and then was on the top of this ridge. I ended up doing like nine miles that first day, right? Okay. With yeah. a backpack that weighed like forty five pounds, oh, had man. food, tent, yep. the whole nine yards in there. And then it started raining. Look, I called my wife as a as a as <laughs> I'm like, look, just come get me. Yeah, because I'm yeah. done. Like I can't do the remainder of like the next uh, twelve miles I had to do in the next day or so, right? Mm-hmm. And um, but it was a great adventure, you know what I mean? So right. I think men should take adventures. Yeah, whether it be whatever is that your hobby is, you should go and do that and make it an adventure. You know, bring a buddy with you that has the same likes. Yep, and go do that because you know we as men are designed to be courageous and adventurous and right and to do things like that. And I think that just brings the best out of you that, that God had for you. You know what I mean? I used to be afraid of that kind of stuff. I don't know if I just thought little of myself or, you know, I struggled with some of that. I mean, I think some of it probably goes back to not really having a good father figure in my life. And, you know, yeah. that's all part of story for another time too. But like now having my own kids, man, I just love those adventures with them. And I know there's something out there called mammoth hikes where you go do like 25 miles in a day and yeah. you get a medal for it and everything. And Jackson's not old enough for it yet. You got to be 18, but right. someday when he hits 18, I want to go and take him. and they do them at like, like the national parks and stuff. And I think that right. would be like a serious adventure to go and have with my boy. And so like, I've always talked to Matt Lusko about having like a, a EC men adventure hike, you know, like yeah. we did one, but it was only like, we didn't stay overnight. It was like two miles, you know, and it was nice, you know, it was cool. Yeah, but I I enjoy sleeping out in the woods. Yeah, I don't even need a tent. Like I just like lay alongside the fire and sleep, you know. And right, you know, I have these dreams in my head like I'm some cowboy or something like that, like laying on the trails. <laughs> you know, what yep. I mean? like like uh like I think that I think I, I think that would be a really good way to way to uh to live your life. You know what I mean? Absolutely, so I, I enjoy that. You know, yeah. But no, there's not really any type of hobby that I haven't tried yet. I'm sure there probably will be as I grow older. I mean, like I. How about you? I don't know. I mean, I, I do go back to music a little bit. Like I said, I know five chords on a guitar and that's it. But, you know, I am I love music. I see how music's such a gift from God to really connect humanity to God and to be able to mm-hmm. express themselves to him. And, man, when I see, I mean, whether it's my daughter playing with the band or, you know, I see the folks in the worship team at church and just the, the gifts that God has given to some people mm-hmm. just blow me away. And I, I guess, 
and and I don't applaud this part of it, but I get I get jealous a little bit. It's like I wanna I wanna have that gift too, you know, and 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 use it. But I I'm resigned to the fact that I'm I'm not gonna do those things, you know, whether gifted or not towards those things. It's not my calling, but man, I just I love music so much that it would be a fun thing to pick up. I mean, I enjoy listening to music. You know what I mean? Like, I listen to everything from, from one end of the spectrum to the other. Right. There's nothing that's really offensive to me as far as, like, the sound of music. You know, some mm-hmm. of the lyrics is, but the sound isn't. But I really can't do jazz. Okay. It's, like, chaotic, dude. It's, like, you don't huh. know which way it's going, you yeah. know? And But anyhow, my point is, <laughs> is that, man, like, I love guitar riffs. Yeah. You know, like, I love... I love to listen to like uh, Eddie Van Halen or sure. or something like that with that guitar riff. Mm-hmm. I just think that there's something enthralling about that. You know, I love to yeah. hear that in in music. You know, oh, I'm just blown away by what people can do. It's just it's yeah. unbelievable. So, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know why you got to hate jazz, but anyway, I mean, well, <laughs> it is what it is. You can't like everything. Hey, let's get serious for a minute. I know we're we're that, winding yeah. down on the the episode for today, so let's. Let's take a peek at God's word here for a minute. In um, yeah, Colossians three verse seventeen, I think applies here when we're talking about every man's hobby, and it reads like this: Whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through Him to God the Father. And I. I know there's a sister passage to that, really, in 1 Corinthians 10.31 that says much the same thing. But how do you, um, oh, let's just talk about that for a moment. How do you, where do you see, like, in view of that, of that concept of everything we do bringing glory to God, how do you think our, our hobbies play into that? What's, what's a healthy hobby, or how, do, how does a man have healthy habits in their hobbies? Well... You know, like if whatever you're, whatever you use it for, like, like when I go hunting, um, I use that as my quiet time. I spend a lot of time talking to God in the woods, you know, but say I was a golfer, you know what I mean? And so like, you can utilize that time to disciple a young brother Mm -hmm. that has the same likes as you do, or say that you like to fish and, 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 and you want to bring, you know, one of your, one of your brothers with you to fish or, or, a, or somebody who's not saved and you want to go fishing and then be just a great example to them, you know, yep. like, like all of the things that we do in, in our life, we should be thankful to God for, Yeah, amen. you know, that we should give him the glory for the ability to do it. And in doing that, you know, you're emulating Christ to whomever you're with or whoever you're around. So, um, like, would I say that I'm going to play disc golf for God? You could. <laughs> the guy that I know who's a professional yeah, um, disc golfer started an infinity group hmm. at our church. And it's men that come together, men and women that come together yeah, in like-mindedness with God as the center to throw disc golf. I love you know that. Because I mean? anything great, can be redeemed. So I, I love that. Right. And yeah. like, and like uh, Larry Crespo, you know, we talk about him all the time. We're going to have him on the show here shortly, but right. Um, like he, ha- he's a pickleball guy, right? Okay. Like, I could care less. I don't like ping pong or pickleball. Agreed. Like, I love people that love what they love to do. And he loves to do pickleball. He, he travels to Florida to do like wow. pickleball down there in Myrtle beach, wherever. And he has another infinity group at our, at mm-hmm. our church like 60 people man they get together on a monday night yep. and they made pickleball courts in the parking lot in the summertime where more people were able to play you know and it's just people coming together to worship god and play pickleball you know that's awesome you can, do it. You can separate uh baseball cards right as long as you're doing it for the glory of god you're good yeah and i love that that's what the verse really says right whatever we do and that can apply to our work life mm-hmm. it can apply to our leisure life right including our hobbies that you know if there's an intention there to really bring god glory through the way that we do our hobby that's awesome and to be able to reflect on it such to have that kind of hard attitude towards it that the fact that i can even go hunting or the fact that i can read or the fact that i can make a playlist with my family all these things right it can bring glory to god because we're enjoying what it is that God's designed us to do and given us freedom to be able to go and enjoy his world and his beauty. Absolutely. And even so much of our hobbies are on the, the plane of, of creativity or ability, 
those are all inspired by God, right? He's the greatest yeah. artist. We have the ability because God's granted it to us. And when we use those things to enjoy, this is his world. He, he created it. And when, as we enjoy it, that brings glory to him. And I love that. And, and he gave it to us to, like you said, to enjoy. So like we should enjoy it, like doing yeah. whatever we do. Yeah. Look, I'm just telling you right now, when you're on the tree stand and you got your <laughs> bow back and that buck's walking down slow, uh-huh. guess my prayer life increases. <laughs> Amen. Right? I'm like, dear Lord, let him stop right yep. there in between them two trees. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. sometimes, you know, you, the will of God for him to stop, and sometimes it ain't. Yeah. He teaches you lessons in that everywhere you go. Well, you know and, what I mean? And the point about bringing men into it as well, like I know disc golf's an easy one, but even reading for us, I started an EC Men uh, book club for guys here at our church. And unbelievable that guys have responded to that. They've come. We pick some challenging books. We pick some fun books. We pick Christian books, secular books. But then we discuss it together from that that perspective of of God and his word. And it's been a powerful tool for men's ministry here at the church. Absolutely. Love that. What about um, what's unhealthy for men? When it comes to hobbies, I mean, you have any thoughts there as far as when does a hobby become something that a man actually where it, where it becomes unhealthy for him? Well, obviously, if anything becomes an idol, then you have to set it aside. Yeah. You know, and 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 so that's where you put that that activity before God. Right. You know, what I mean, like you, you're going to do that before you go to, to, to be with God now. But I would also say. That whatever you're doing, if it interrupts your family life, takes away your time from your kids, um, and then you're doing something excessively, mm-hmm. then you need to evaluate that. And I'm sure that yeah. you know um, your people in your life are going to tell you, "Hey, you're being excessive in what you're doing. You might want to dial it back again." Now, I've had this conversation with my with my wife, you know, because when hunting season comes around, yep. I'm always looking at maps and mm-hmm. you know reading magazine articles and and i'm kind of disconnected because i'm thinking about that what i'm going to do you know my hobby right and so luckily that only comes for you know a couple weeks a year and my wife is really green gracious enough to allow me to have that time to be obsessed yeah and then i come back you know it's a good one yeah exactly she's a great woman but there were times in my life when especially in my um late 20s early 30s when we first were married mm-hmm. when i was in the woods all the time yeah and i was i was neglecting my duty as a husband to her just yep. just to be romantic and be there and bring her you know and bring her gifts and spend yep. time eating dinner with her and talking to her about other things other than hunting yeah all that stuff like that and so i had to i had to check that at the door you know and yeah. i had to learn some of them hard lessons you know, through arguments, through texting, like we talked about before, right? Right. <laughs> but no, seriously, like you just got to really, uh, uh, you know, check that stuff at the door. So yeah, it can be unhealthy. And, yeah. And you know, subjects of your of your of your hobby can be unhealthy. You know? Sure. If you're, sure. If your if your hobby is like reading news all the time, and that news hamps you up, and and you get angry about it, that's unhealthy. You know, and and it, and it could affect your health, not necessarily just your spiritual health. You know, you got to check all that stuff. That's right. Yeah, I think that's spot on. I mean, there can be a time when it's unhealthy. I think with in relationship to the wife and obviously time that, you know, our hobby can take us away from our families, not just our wife, but our kids. But it's there's also a financial impact sometimes that I see with men. You know, if your hobby is costing you money that you can't afford to be spending and that can be used more wisely in terms of providing for your family, I think that's also an issue to kind of just be, you know, that, that men need to be aware of because some of these hobbies have have a pretty hefty price tag to it, too. Um, some can afford wh- whatever. I mean, we're not getting into all that, but just the, the dangers are there. And like anything else that's good in our life. Satan wants to take it and twist it for his own nefarious purposes. It is spiritual right. battle. We've talked about that before. So we just need to be aware that, like those passages say, do it all to the glory of God. And Absolutely. Um, well, Hebrews yeah, 12, man. yeah, Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, I know we're, we're winded down here, but it, it reads like this. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. 
might seem like a weird passage to read when we're talking about every man's hobby, but obviously the author of Hebrews encouraged his audience to stay focused on the race that they're running, eyes fixed on Jesus. He started it, he'll finish it. And in between there, there's this notion of throwing off anything that kind of distracts us and tangles us and gets us off course. So real simple question, Roger, but I think it's a difficult one to sort of to field, and it's this. Would we give up our favorite hobby if God asked us to? I mean, obviously the textbook answer is you you should. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. But like that would be a really, really difficult decision. And I would be like, God, why do I have to set that aside? You know what I mean? Exactly. And so, I mean, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Like, like I would struggle with that. Yeah. Same. I would struggle with that. Same. But I think it's good to at least, I think it's good to just field the question and put it out there and say, what if God, God has the right to ask us that. He and, does. Um, for us to consider it in our hearts. So it's a humbling scenario to consider. I, I agree. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> we don't want to be serious. We don't want to be obedient or uncomfortable here. Let's just move on. <laughs> right on. Well, listen, we 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 had a great conversation tonight about I, I about agree. hobbies, man, and and uh, I really enjoyed that. That was fun and getting to know you a little bit more too. But we did tease the folks with a a top ten list of how to make men more attractive to women. Um, with the hobbies that they choose. So why don't we run down them real quick, just to have a little fun here at the end. And um, why don't I give them 10 through six and you can give them the top five. How's that? Okay, sound? Perfect. Yep. All right. So again, top 10 hobbies that make men more attractive to women. Initially I thought this is just for the single guys, but it's not Roger. There's oh. some lessons to be learned here, brother, if we want to wow our wives. So number 10 sports, number nine, photography, number eight, Pets. How is pets a hobby? What does that mean? Are we supposed to have like six Fidos and three cats? Like what? What's? I, I can't answer that. Okay, I don't I know. Have no idea. Num- I have no idea. Number seven. This is this is messed up too. I don't know how this I don't is attractive. Politics. Yeah, I don't know about that. Like, well, I gotta ask what? you. You need to ask Kelly if she thinks politics is sexy. I don't have to ask her nothing. She's a big no on that. Well, I'm gonna ask um, Carissa if politics is sexy and see what she says. Because I'm gonna tell you. When I was really into politics, yeah, it, it wasn't created more. It created more dissension between me and my wife, yeah, because of how I talked about it and how the vitriol that came with it. Yeah, I don't it get that one on the list. And this came yeah, from eHarmony.com, by the way, so it's not like a slouch that gave us this. So, sports, yeah. photography, pets, politics, and number six, outdoor interests. So, right there, Roger. Yeah, uh, you and I both yeah. had that on our list. So I mean, I'm, I'm big daddy. I'm I, big daddy in that regard. If the audience can see you, you put your shoulders back. You kind of stood up tall. Oh man, I'm in. So, I'm in. All right, brother, take so, us home. Top five. Yeah, five. Uh, cooking. Four. Dancing. Three. The theater. <laughs> two. Exercising. And one. Traveling. Now I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah, I'm a sexy dude right now. Right. <laughs> I cook a lot. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I did do ballroom dancing with my wife for a while. Wow. Like, wow, dude. In the beginning of our marriage. Uh huh. Theater. I have no problem taking her to the opera or to see right. whatever the Phantom of the Opera. We go to like the you know the the high school performances. Uh huh. Side story. Yeah, sure. That's one That's of cool. our things we do. Yep. And then uh, I mean exercise. I I lack. You know. Yeah. But traveling, dude. I'm always on the road traveling. I love to travel. She loves to travel. <laughs> So like I, I got to, I'm I'm pretty good in the top five. You need you know to I mean? you need to go home sneak this list in front of Kelly and just uh, you know I'll put put a little out. put a little her favorite cologne on it and just kind of <laughs> let it let it settle in. So yeah, exactly. that was an interesting list. I mean, uh, I got some work to do, I guess, to become a little more attractive to to my wife based on that list. But listen, mm-hmm. um, I hope that that men, you guys out there uh, that have listened to this episode on every man's hobby that you're just encouraged by the conversation. I hope you're thinking about your hobbies and uh, I hope you have some hobbies. If you don't ask the Lord, what can I do to, to rest and relax and have some leisure and enjoy some fellowship with friends. And, you know, so we, maybe we gave you some ideas tonight on some cool things you can do, but you know, seek the Lord with your hobbies. It's an area of your life where God wants to have authority and he wants to be honored and glorified in the way that you enjoy this beautiful world that he's created. So, um, Roger, you want to do us the honors and pray us out? That's it. Wrap us up.
Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you. We praise you, Lord, for all that you are to us. Lord, we praise you and thank you that you've given us this awesome big world with so many activities and things that we can enjoy, Lord. Lord, just let us always remember to keep you at the center of those um, those those things that we enjoy to do. Lord, let us always uh, choose you know non-stress hobbies that really can just help us you know um, relax and 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 just find the joy in what your creation brings, Lord. Lord, we just pray for every guy out there, Lord, that if they don't have hobbies, Lord, I pray that they would find that. Lord, I pray that if their hobbies are causing a, um, a that 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 activity to be an idol between you and them, Lord, I pray that they would just lay that down. And Lord, I just pray that um, that they would just utilize their hobbies in a way that is honoring to you always. Lord, we just pray for this podcast. Lord, we just pray for every listener out there. Lord, we just pray that. Those that that, um, that don't know you um, would would bow their bow their head and, and accept you as their savior, Lord. We just pray that you would just uh, just be with me and Dan and EC Men as we as we uh, move into the future, Lord, and that we start our our uh, our uh, weekend devotions and things like that, Lord. We just pray that you would just be with each church that is uh, that is definitely involved in that, Lord. And I just lift all that up to you because it's yours; it's not ours, Lord. And we just want to honor you with that. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. All right, like us, share it. Thank you for listening.